1: relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 124 and in this episode we are going to be discussing the really gory vampire film 30 days of night from 2007 which was my first viewing of this film but not yours so
0: it was not i actually put this on the list because i hadn't seen it since i was a teenager but i remembered loving it and i'm so i i was into it again this time oh my god it was so good
1: A lot of people really like this film and it was funny because on my personal Facebook page the night I was going to watch a movie we had two options and one of them was for Patreon and one of them was this one and I was like am I going to sob to (laughs) the orphanage or am I going to watch 30 days of night which is obviously very different than the orphanage and everyone was like because I mentioned that I'd seen The Orphanage, but this was my first viewing of Thirty Days of Night. And everyone was like, Oh my God, watch Thirty <laughs> Days of Night. It was like unanimous in the comments. And I was like, Yeah, and I cause I had never seen this. I was like, Do y'all not appreciate the art of Gilly Oro? And people were like, No, no, it's just like you've never seen Thirty Days of Night. You have to watch Thirty Days of Night because they all know, like, I'm a horror buff. They all know the <laughs> podcast. They were like, I can't believe you've never fucking seen it. Like, so they were all exactly. like, you know, and then they were all like, what do you think? And I'm like, No, no. You have to <laughs> so, like, Exactly. Not, I'm not going to give you my stream for yeah, free. <laughs> the
0: heck, man! That's our I job. Know.
1: I know. That's our volunteer. Actually, we really. don't. <laughs> <laughs> true.
0: True. Yeah. But
1: so this, the it was very. I've always heard of this film and kind of had this aura and idea about it as being like very chaotic. I guess you could say, and knowing it as being really gory and not like your typical like sleuthy vampire sneaking around at night and stealing Mm -hmm. people away and i was you know as you probably all know that is what it is it's not that dracula type thing
0: no for vampire purists where the vampire is the bad guy this is your movie because these vampires are fucking scary and fucking terrible
1: And they're not really like sexy either. Like I Mm -hmm. guess like be into them, you know, they're like human looking, but for the most part, they're just brutal monsters. They're not.
0: They're such cool looking vampires too. Like they have these very sharp features along with their very sharp teeth, but they're just very unique looking individuals as vampires.
1: Yeah, for sure. And this is, it's interesting because 30 days of night is because this is the northernmost town in the United States and it's in Alaska. So if you don't know much about Alaska, I'm sure most people do there. This happens a like it's a phenomenon that happens in Alaska where they just don't get a lot of daylight for several days at a time, but specifically in this place for an entire month at a time. Mm-hmm. So these vampires have figured that out and they're like, well, why the fuck haven't we come here sooner? Because we can hunt for an entire month straight.
0: Exactly.
1: Which... Yeah, now... I f- Buffet. Exactly. Now, the seasonal depression people will just not do very well. Oh, here. I'd kill myself.
0: Like, literally. Um, I, <laughs> I couldn't do, do, do it. it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. If, like, just in Colorado, where we get actually a lot of sun, if there are too many gray days in a row, I'm just, like, so depressed. I couldn't do it. Which like someone Seattle, you
1: would not do very well.
0: That's the worst part is because I would kill to live in Seattle. I think it's so gorgeous, and I'm going to move there so bad, but I know that I wouldn't survive it.
1: Just because of all the rain and clouds.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this is one of those things where it just is not really, you know, talking about their polar night is basically what they call it. They even say like you can't order alcohol at like the diners. They just cut it off for that entire month because they say people have a hard enough time yeah. without alcohol you know, during this time. So you can't order alcohol. Like that's just not a thing. So they really do try to take care of their own at the very least. This is a very close knit community here. And mm-hmm. it's a small town. Like everybody knows everybody and knows them by name. And even later you find out like knows the, their houses, like they're trying to find somewhere to go. And they're like, Oh, this person has an attic that you can't really go yeah. there. And it's like, huh? Well, y'all really know each other. Cause you know about each other's attics. That's Yeah. Very but weird. it kind of makes
0: sense, like such a small town, who knows, that guy could have been bitching about his attic one day in the grocery store with three other people, and it just got sent to everybody else in town as gossip, and now everyone knows the safe place to go.
1: That, or he could have had it put in or renovated. That's true. You know, you never know. It's exactly.
0: Something very- was going on with his attic, and the whole town found out about it. <laughs>
1: exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah, or
1: maybe it's like a storm safe place, you never know.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But it was, I think it's originally a comic, and...
0: So well, it actually originally was supposed to be a movie, and nobody picked it up, so they turned it into a comic, and then somebody picked up the comic to be a movie. I so bet fucked the, up. the
1: person was like, are you fucking getting? it? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> like, well, I tried this before, but then they get both comic money and movie money instead That's of true. just movie money. So, you know true true I get to double dip there I also thought that this had a before even watching it I was like oh I'm pretty sure this has a sequel doesn't it and I looked that up as well and it does the sequel just real quick is called Dark Days it didn't even bring back the original actress that it's all about so I don't even really think that that is worth talking about in the future I don't know I don't know if you've seen it but
0: I have not I think I like as you said it, I was going. Ew, I think I vaguely remember that.
1: Yeah, I think it went. It said it went straight to DVD. So. Of
0: course it did. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I love Josh Hartnett, but he's not the greatest leading guy where you're going to get lots of sequels afterwards.
1: Well, he didn't even come back. So like, he didn't yeah. come back. It was about his significant other his opposite and it was about her character and like her avenging him and she didn't even come back for it and she that was all about wow
0: then why did you make it i hate that crap yeah
1: like it's all about this one character specifically and they only made it in 2010 so this is only a few years later so it's not like the character would have looked it really any different you know
0: yeah oh my god fuck that then don't make your fucking movie deal with it that's right. my same problem with I I've told you guys in the past, I love the mummy. That's what started my interest in Egypt with Brandon Fraser. I love the mummy, I love the mummy returns, they come back for a third one and Rachel Weiss isn't able to because she's doing another movie, then pause your movie. Wait for your actress to come back. Don't recast her with some some bullshit that we know is fake.
1: Yeah. They also did like a couple mini series. They did a prequel miniseries and a sequel mini series. Oh my
0: god. They're like this movie is fucking awesome. Why can't we just leave it as a one-off of a fucking awesome movie? Money. <laughs> right, exactly. Money, money, money. Money. I don't know. Capitalism, that's all I got to say about that.
1: You know, if it's going to be good then great. Like there's a lot of good sequels, you know, like Scream for example. Yeah, but, exactly. But they had all the OGs and this exactly. did not.
0: Exactly. Maybe if you had gotten your actress back. Whatever. We're not talking about the sequel. It's
1: no, like I know. The original. <laughs> I just, just something that I was like, when I was, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure there's a sequel to you, <laughs> too. And I was interested in it because I liked the first one, spoiler alert, and <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's look into it, and then I was like, oh, it's garbage, there's no need, got it. Like, oh, no need.
0: Got
1: it. So, <laughs> we're going into this, like, you know, period of 30 days of night, which, you know, oh, they said the title, and... <laughs> And it's, you know, in the heart of winter, so it's fucking freezing-ass cold in Alaska, and there's no sun. So, yay. And (laughs) a stranger comes into town, and he – and right at the beginning, though, before all this, you get some weird stuff. Like, you know, there's, like, this whole opening scene when there's, like, this just – I think – is it a – it's a death, right? I'm trying to –
0: The burnt-up body? Oh, yeah. It's on a the road. In a okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so there's, like, weird stuff. And, of course, it's, like, hometown cops, you know? There's, like, two right. of them. You know? So they <laughs> they probably deal with, like, you know, you meddling kids and your, you know, spray paint.
0: <laughs> right. I would have gotten away with that without you meddling kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not used to dealing with, like, mass murder from, like, supernatural entities or...
0: Yeah, or, like, really ancient possibly russian vampires i'm assuming like they probably went over the the straight right there ancient vampires i don't know they've been around forever they're not used to that
1: exactly so this stranger comes and he starts just fucking being weird he goes to the diner and he asks for alcohol and raw hamburger and they're like okay so no alcohol because you know it's t- it's dirty it, you know it's the polar night and it's already hard enough without the alcohol and you Around here, it's, like, hard to get meat, so you either have to get it already cooked or, like, burned. <laughs> and he gets just mad and starts causing a scene, and so he gets himself arrested. And we go to the sheriff's department, and it's, like, a, literally a family business, even though it's the sheriff's department, right?
0: Right. What I just want to note really quick, this guy, this stranger, such an amazing actor. I, I've seen him... Oh, I've seen him in supernatural in an episode where he was pretty good but he was also the funny guy but in this he really does that crazy strangeness. like he's creepy he does a good job
1: yeah and his teeth are super gross looking and he's yeah yeah he's good he's like that very typical like dangerous creepy wanderer that like obviously has the you think he might be one of the vampires at first Mm -hmm. until he's more
0: like a renfield
1: Exactly. I would (laughs) say they all have to have their token like helper, their human, human helper, you know. And so he that's what he is. He goes into town. His job is to cut off all their communication before the vampires get there. And that's what he does. So no phones no internet no nothing so that they can't reach out to the outside world now when they go into this polar night there's really no coming or going so our main girl here melissa george is the actress and her name is stella she doesn't live here anymore she did because Eben, not evin Eben with a b or whatever reason. so
0: weird <laughs> yeah. yeah i kept thinking it was a typo on the freaking subtitles
1: no, nope, it's Eben. You are... It was not a type <laughs> They were married, I believe, and yeah. they separated. Because she so, wants
0: a baby and he doesn't.
1: Which is a... To- okay, just real quick. That is a totally fair reason to separate.
0: Yes. But, but he's they- giving her shit this whole time like that's not a fair reason.
1: Yeah, and then she's like at the end... Be- because they're going through all of this trauma. This is one of my... Okay. <laughs> Side rant, side note. This is one of my like biggest complaints with like any movie where there's like a couple at odds or they were never together. Like Wind Chill, for example, if you listen to that episode <laughs> or just like this happens in horror a lot. There is a couple at odds or they're not even a couple and they don't want to be or something like that. They are go like not doing well and then they go through this trauma experience and then it's usually the girl like sometimes it's yeah. the guy, but she's like i never should have left which is what happens here and it's like oh no sis like you're good it was a totally justified reason like you want a baby and he doesn't that is an irreconcilable difference yeah like
0: but i actually get your point too i feel like a lot of not even just this scenario but i feel like they use that trope a lot like like the happening, like the woman is the one that cheats. And I feel like that comes from male writing. And I'm not, I'm not, I get it. I get it. You're the man, you're writing it. That's fair. And men get the, the shaft a lot, especially in horror with, cause they're usually the ones going, I don't believe this, but still maybe, you know, even it out a little bit.
1: Yeah. And it's totally like, you can go through something and not want your partner to die and want them to live and not want to like, still not work. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like in this case, if you know had he lived, which he doesn't, that they would have gotten back together because they went through this experience. You right. Know?
0: Just like the happening. They did get back together. Yeah.
1: Or, yeah, correct. Like her cheating just was like, Ah, it's totally fine. It's not. Right.
0: Exactly. It's not.
1: it's not okay. And and if you forgive somebody for cheating, that's totally your business. But he already hadn't. Like right. he, that ship had sailed and same thing here. Like, you know, she comes over there cause she has fire. She's a fire marshal and she had fire marshal business. She has to get on a plane to get back to Anchorage. If she misses that plane, she is stuck there for 30 days. They're not going to come back, not in the daytime and they don't have daytime to come back to. So she has to stay there. And basically she says she's going to stay with somebody else because she doesn't want to stay with him. And yeah, she's being treated like it's her fault that you know she left because she wants a family and he doesn't which you know and I get you know it's like oh you should talk about that before you get married sometimes you do and things change you know people have the right to change their mind but I don't know trauma bonding I get it but it's still not a valid reason you can leave someone and still not get back together with them because you went through something horrible together that's all I'm saying
0: right but we are given that premise right in the beginning of you can tell that she's basically deciding to stay Because she wants to try to fix things like she's been leaving him messages. She's trying to call him. She's trying to talk with him in the car and he's avoiding her. And she finally decides that, okay, well, he can't avoid me for 30 days.
1: Yeah. It's also kind of frustrating because it's like, she wants a baby and he doesn't. So are you going to compromise the fact that you want a baby for him? Right. Girl, don't compromise your moral, like not morals, I guess, but like something that he's not going to give you like. Right i don't know yeah but it's not romantic in my opinion it's not some it's not a sweet side story of their romantic relationship that they get back together over this horrible experience they went through because they wouldn't have otherwise i don't know i just don't like it personally but moving on because we haven't (laughs) gotten to the gore which is (laughs) that's true which i love blood on snow like Oh, my God. It's so pretty. <laughs> it is. No, like, because, so one of my favorite shots of this, so before we even get down to, I'll get to my favorite shot in a minute, but one of my favorite shots are the blood on snow, just like in general, but there's quite a few, like, honorable mentions here, but... Before we even get there, so we have arrested this stranger, and he's in this jail. And this sheriff's family just, like, hangs out in this jail. Like I said, it's like a family business. His grandmother is, like, the operator, right? And yeah,
0: his brother's, brother's sitting there and just
1: hanging out, yeah. And his brother's 15, I think. And, yeah. You know, so he's a little, little brother, but, like, capable of doing things, you know? Right. And... Then you know, there's another sheriff, but he goes home to – he's already gone home to his family basically at this point. So we have this arrested stranger, and he starts freaking them all out, saying, like, they're coming, and you're not going to be able to get out, and you have no idea, and basically death is is upon you. And they're kind of like, oh, ignore him. But the 15-year-old's like,
0: um,
1: I don't know. Like, he's kind of freaking me out. yeah. Which is... He's it, fucking scary. Freaked me out, too.
0: Yeah. And he
1: basically says, they're coming and they're going to take me with them. It's like, oh. So, and that's when you really figure out that he is, like, the, the Renfield, you know? Yeah. He's been working for them. I really wonder, like, how that happens, too. Like, how they didn't just kill him, you know? How
0: they found that one guy.
1: How he was worthy.
0: Yeah. I don't know. He, I'm assuming one of the other towns they took out... He was the crazy one that went to them, or he was the last one, and they were like, okay, you'll live, and we'll turn you into a vampire if you keep doing this to other towns. I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe he offered up his own town. Right? I don't know. Maybe he was like, oh, there's people in there. You go get them. Right? Like a, whole, like a whole room of people in there. <sighs> you know, maybe mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you'll just sell out people you love. Let's see what you do right. for people you don't give a fuck about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: So... That night is when the vampires come, and they're led by one named Marlo, and he's definitely, like, you could tell he was turned when he was older, and they wear these, like, awesome clothes, too. Like, they're very, yeah. like, professional vampires, like, the sleek, they're, like, in trench coats and, like, suits and...
0: Yes, but like- that doesn't mean they won't get messy. Oh, Ooh. yeah. They, these people get covered in blood. Ugh. Gross, but awesome.
1: Yeah, it's not like the dainty like vampires. They're like,
0: oh hell no, have, like, they will rip you apart.
1: They don't have just like a trickle of blood coming down their mouth. When you think of like Eric from like True Blood, you know, right?
0: No, no, it is all over their fucking face, like kids when they cake smash. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs>
1: when they cake smash, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like fuck yeah. So, <laughs> so they are first of all not only. Do does he cut off all mode of like communication? he also kills all their sled dogs, like mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
1: a lot of everything, yeah, like every mode of transportation they could use to get out of this fucking town just and like there was even an accident in the beginning where somebody's brakes jammed, like yeah. you know they've taken out every car, every car has been wrecked, and they can't use them, so now the slaughtering begins.
0: and and it is a full-on slaughter it is terrifying like and these are little little small community citizens they are not prepared for this shit
1: oh no and even if they were like yeah i think you could have like a full-blown like militia and still like not be prepared prepared for
0: this (laughs) they are yeah but fast yeah but what you're seeing is like poor like housewives you know they're making dinner and they're like oh, okay because they're they're telling everybody go home stay fucking home and they're home and they're like okay well what do we do i mean i'm gonna make dinner i'm gonna do this to kill the night and i'm like turn your fucking lights out turn your fucking lights out and they're just these vampires will just launch in through windows to grab people and just kill the fuck out of them oh yeah it's, it's sick. crazy it's full on
1: yeah and like they So Eben kind of sees that something is happening and he like tells them like, go home, lock your doors, arm yourselves with anything that you have. And they're like, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. And so he kind of sends everyone home, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like you said, they're literally launching through windows. And one guy, he goes, you know, he does a vampire launch through his window, grabs his wife, drags her under a house, and he goes under a house to like try to get hurt it's really sad because they're like hugging while she's being dragged away and doesn't he doesn't get her
0: yeah this is not a happy movie (laughs) well okay for horror fans that love like gore and vampires and full-on horror it's great because this is actually a pretty scary movie but you're gonna see a lot of families die and it's kind of sad
1: yeah like including you actually like kind of get to know Evan's family like you get to know jake his his brother and helen his grandmother and her marijuana grow that helps her cancer (laughs) finds out because jake's gone to live with her and they kind of talk like loki about her marijuana operation and you know stuff like that so you kind of get to know their family and you don't get to know them for very long before stuff happens but you really like them they do a good job of you know, making you kind of give a shit about them early on. But right. when Evan is kind of coming back around to the sheriff's office after kind of going to investigate, he finds someone's head on a, on a fucking stick or like a pole. Yeah.
0: The sheriff's station got fucking taken out.
1: Yeah. and he Where st- his
0: brother and grandmother were.
1: <laughs> yeah. We find out that his grandmother, his brother saw his grandmother fucking slaughtered
0: being fed upon even like that is a scene that you're going to hold in your head forever.
1: Oh yeah. The trauma is never going away.
0: Oh yeah. And then, Oh my God, like, uh I may be jumping ahead, but the one that got me that, Oh, I have tears. There's this one guy and we actually see his house get attacked. We see his wife get taken out and you you actually see him in the diner where... Because he told everybody, if you can't... If you're not safe at home, everybody meet at the diner. Because that's, like, their thing. Especially in snowstorms, small communities have places to meet. So we meet at the diner. And people start showing up there. And there's this one man that we got to see his wife die. And somehow he got out... Not only out of a room with the vampire in it that was eating his wife. He got his dementia father out of there. Without a car or anything. And got him to this diner. Ah! Mm-hmm. Oh, like heartbreaking because could you imagine in that moment you're trying to save your life you can't save your wife right now i don't know if i don't remember i feel like he had kids i don't know but you have to remember in that moment to go get to not even save your own life but go get your father who has dementia
1: yeah pretty bad dementia which like becomes yeah. a problem later obviously yeah you know and that's an interesting aspect because usually it's kids that are the problem you know babies yes. young children
0: this time, yes. they
1: throw in an elderly man with dementia,
0: which I kind of liked the the twist that we don't see that all the time. It's still just as sad, but
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah. So, the rest of the community that he Evan goes to the diner with Stella and finds Jake there. Finds out that his grandmother was killed, and they're all like, What the fuck are these things? They're figuring out that they don't die when they are shot at, you know, yeah, It'd slow them down, but they're not gonna stop coming at you but
0: they're also fast vampires, so it doesn't slow them down much oh
1: they, yeah they're these are almost like a cross between like zombies and vampires, yeah, like, like they're coming in hordes, and they are coming
0: fast, yeah, you know, there are so many of them,
1: yeah, yeah it's terrifying
0: and the sad part is they're they're also making more because they're not one of the vampires does say uh, leave no one alive okay but they're also biting people and maybe not necessarily fully killing them because they're just having a fun time so let's just you know bite at this one and then oh that one's running let's go attack maybe that one that you bit didn't actually die so they're actually changing people along the way too so they're adding to their numbers
1: Yeah, they get sloppy because he says, like, remove their heads from their bodies so they don't turn, but, like, it doesn't, it's not, it's not perfect because, like you said, they're just, like, when it gets messy and people are Mm -hmm. fighting and somebody comes from you from behind while you're feeding and you bite them and you go back to what you're doing, like. Exactly. It just happens. So, yeah. But, or, or one of them kills one somehow and they got bit, like, you know, the other ones don't know.
0: Yeah, like, honestly, the poor guy, I, I'm i assuming it's the same guy that went under the house with his wife. We end up finding him later, and yeah, he got bit.
1: It is the same guy, yep.
0: Oh, it is him? Yeah. Okay.
1: He did get bit, and we find him under the house, like, a week later. And the first thing you're assuming is like, oh, nope, nope, don't. There's no way he should be alive. He should have hypothermia. like, <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And then he, like, crawls out to the light more, and you can see. why he's alive
1: yeah their eyes are totally blacked out and they have like you know these very jagged teeth it's like their their trait yeah yeah so, the rest of the townspeople before that happens, so they decide they're going to go up into this guy's attic because you can't even tell there's a pull down for the attic. It's very hidden. So, even if the vampires went into the house, they might not notice that there's an attic that they're all hiding in. So, they decide that's going to be kind of their safe space. There's not very many of them left. And plus, the house is kind of boarded up. So, it's right. like a pretty good hiding space. So,. They go up into the attic, and they try to have a little bit of supplies, but, like, it's fucking Alaska, the most northern part of Alaska. It's freezing cold. Obviously, it's, like, not ideal. It's going to be difficult to stay there for the entire 30 days before the sun comes up. They also don't really know that they're dealing with, like, vampires as we know them. Like, that the sun is the answer quite just yet. You
0: know. right this
1: is all new and still very fresh trauma
0: <laughs> exactly and especially in a lot of horror movies like that you have to remember that in that world especially in comic book worlds like the walking dead the term zombie didn't exist so they didn't know what the fuck that was the term vampire may not even exist in this world they don't even know what this is
1: And even if it does, like, let's be honest, we know we're watching a vampire movie. That's not going to be the first thing they really think about. Like, if you're ripped apart by something, you're not going to be like, oh, it's a vampire. Right. No, Jake is the only one. And Jake says it pretty quickly. Like, they were feeding on her. It's a vampire. And the other ones are like, everyone else just knows that they're getting fucking attacked and murdered. They don't know. It could be some sort of animal hybrid. Like, they have no idea. Right. Or they could just fucking be crazy people yeah you know (laughs) fucking a because like honestly you know if you're being attacked by something like in today's world like we all know these as supernatural things like you like today your first thought's not going to be oh it's a fucking werewolf you know
0: it's going to be bath salts
1: (laughs) it's going to be some guy from florida yeah
0: (laughs) exactly
1: so you know i Completely understand, but Jake is like, uh, they did the vampire, and they're like, no, Jake, grow up,
0: right? It's like, uh, well, y'all, you've been reading too many comic books.
1: Y'all, y'all should listen to Jake, (laughs) right? They don't for a little while, but they don't like completely dismiss him, but they don't.
0: But they are all adults, and he's the teenage kid that should shut up while they try to figure it out,
1: right? But he does get a much. More prominent role later, which I yes, which I love. Yeah, so the stranger that got locked up in the sheriff's station, we see them come for him later, and they basically say, "Yeah, you did a good job." And they're like, "Oh, you know," he's like, "Oh, can I, you know, be one of you guys now?" And they speak in a different language, so you get subtitles when they talk to each other. They're not speaking English. It's like this very clicky, like English. it's actually.
0: A totally original language that a linguist professor from New Zealand made up for this film.
1: That's interesting, because it sounds very, like, ancient, alien-ish.
0: Yeah, it does sound very, very old, which is another reason why I like their facial features and stuff, because they are so strong. They haven't been, you know, mellowed out with time and everybody breeding together. Like, they are very old, very old creatures.
1: Yeah, and very close to you know animalistic if you will yeah. like evolution down the line <laughs> you know yeah so or close to the beginning of the line if you will so they you're reading subtitles and he basically says you know we'll take care of you and looks at his partner and it's like the things that they'll believe and snaps his neck like he's yep. never gonna turn him they don't really want new people in no. their little nest of vampires, or whatever they call them here, they don't ever really talk about who they are, or where they come from, or what their right. habits are. And which, I really like.
0: yeah, no, I really like that as well. But they all seem very close, so you can definitely feel how maybe that's their own family that they don't want people coming into.
1: Exactly. Like I, I like that they don't really talk about it because that keeps them like anonymous monsters. Yeah. Like you don't have any opportunity to get to know them for any reason they're just scary and they're just there yep they're just like this hive of fucking terrifying monsters yes
0: to brutally kill you like i know we've gone past that point but when they first hit the town and they're like launching through windows there are scenes where you see you know people trying to run out of their homes away from the one that just launched into their house and they run into a field of them jumping into them like they're crazy they're terrifying i i don't even know what i would do like there's Spoiler alert because it's actually coming up, but there is a guy who ended up killing his family because he's seeing what's happening. Like, that would be me.
1: Yeah. And there's one of my, going back to like my favorite shot in the whole movie, is this aerial scene escaping the town. And you can just see all of the just blood and bodies. Oh, body. I forgot weird. about that
0: one. Yes. We've got to talk about that. That was an yeah. amazingly done shot. It's it was so good you have all that beautiful snow you have the people running you have less sound like it's quieter because you're up in the air but you're seeing all this death you can tell that they're screaming and it, it just travels down like the main street or whatever and it's so good i thought it was an amazing shot
1: so much blood in the snow mm-hmm.
0: fires yeah. everything's going on
1: it's just utter chaos yes. this poor town yes yeah So they're in the attic and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do because they can't stay in the attic for the entire time. And they decide that, okay, they do need to leave, but they need to do it with cover and their cover needs to be a whiteout. So they can't be heard and they can't really be seen. Their big thing is sound. They need to be quiet and not that these things can't see, but you know, they're especially they're going to be heard. So They want to use a major snowstorm to move. Mm -hmm. So they – I don't remember what they called it, but basically they need to get to this gigantic like – it's like an oil refinery. Utilidor is what they call it it's a power and sewer treatment station so it's like this gigantic metal factory that you can actually go inside of and it would be a great place to stay because they're not going to assume that people are can actually make it out that far because it's on the very edge of town so it is miles and miles out so they don't automatically think that anybody slipped past them like that you know
0: but they're tracking people like they're literally hunting them there's a girl who's wandering through and she's yelling for people to try to like come out and help her. Like, help, help, please help. And the vampires are literally on the rooftops following her. They're watching everybody yeah. in this town.
1: Yeah, they're using her as bait. Yes. And which is really smart. But the people are also smart too because they all, they won. Their initial instinct is to want to help her, which, of course, the second instinct is to, you know, hold on. Let's look at this because why have they haven't they just descended on her yet? Exactly. And so they look and they see them on the rooftops. Now it's sad because the vampires give up and they're like, "Okay, well, we're just gonna eat you now." Yeah. (laughs) So, but
0: after her saying, "But I brought so many people out to you," like that's so sad, and I know she didn't necessarily have a choice in that moment like I get it she was trying to survive but it's so sad that she lured all those people her friends and family out to these things
1: yeah like it's the just the fear and it's sad because it's like if it was like a murderer like a serial killer or something and they had like a gun or something I'd be like fucking shoot me but this is not that yeah. they're going to like brutally rip you to pieces and feed on you this is going to be a very slow yes. painful, scary process like dying in any sort of violent way is going to be scary but when you have something that you've never seen before and it's a creature type thing yes the fear that you're going to feel in the end is going to be insurmountable and you know that's
0: even what they proceed to do like they they know that they're going to kill her and the, they group around her in a ring and then they just torture her until they kill her and you just get to hear her screams and everything the whole time the whole town does
1: and they just kind of like turn away yep like what What else are you supposed to do just watch it exactly so they know they're being hunted obviously and they know that they're assuming there are people still there that are just hiding but they're smart because they've done this before, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not the last time they try to use somebody to lure, too. No. It just gets worse. <laughs> Ugh, it gets way worse, yeah. too. But they use a whiteout later to go to a general store for supplies. Because they know that they can't last, like, 30 days without, you know, like, food and water and shit. Right. Propane for heat. Because, you know, Alaska. <laughs> right. But when they go to the general store, they encounter another one of these vampires. And it's a little girl. But she, she's fucking strong and she's fast. Yeah, and
0: she's one and, of the old ones. This isn't like one of the kids that was changed. So She's been a little girl for a long fucking time.
1: Oh, yeah. She's one of them because they were like, does anybody recognize her? Right. And they're all like, no, no, she's not one of ours. She's one of theirs. And they do f- subdue her and the 15 year old actually takes an axe and chops her head off. So they have figured out like you can kill these things but it takes a lot of effort. You know, it's you got it's a close encounter type kill. Right. And that's unfortunate because if you get that close to him they're probably going to bite you or kill you first anyways. Right. So the 15 year old, he's shaking like a little leaf. Like he <sighs> I can did that bet, on man. Yeah, he did that kill on like pure adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> and Unfortunately, you find out later that it did bite somebody in their group, but you don't know that right away. But they also get stranded in the general store because the whiteout stops by the time they're done with that whole ordeal. So their plan was to get to the general store and then to keep going, but storm stopped, so they no longer have their cover. So next plan, we have to we're gonna distract them. They also come up with this plan. They have decided now that we're dealing with vampires, but they're not all kind of on board with like the lore of vampires, you know, they're like, well, the fucking movies, like one of them even brings up Bela Lagosi, you yeah. know, they're like, one of them brings up the marijuana grow operation that grandma Helen had. And they're like, get her UV lights and see if that works. And one of them's like, it, that's just a fucking movie thing, you know? Right. But Eben agrees to distract them and lead them to Grandma Helen's house, turn on her generator, and shine the UV light at them and see if that works. That'll give the other ones a chance to continue to move forward. Because we're still trying to get to the Utilidor. That's like the the whole point. But we also... That's still really far. So new plan is to just keep going to the sheriff's station. That's what we're trying to get now.
0: So in between all of that stuff happening before we get to the sheriff's station or utilidor, is that what you called it?
1: It is. Yeah, okay. that's what it's
0: called. <laughs> before we get to those places, I want to go back to the dementia guy really quick because this moment is really fucking sad. So they're still in the attic and the dementia guy has been waking up occasionally and his son is always there to calm him back down. So it hasn't been a problem so far. They've been able to keep him under lock and key. And unfortunately he has this problem where he has forgotten that his wife has died. So he will occasionally leave the house and go wander and look for her. And it's always to this specific store that he will go to. And his son knows that. Now there is a point where our main girl is supposed to be keeping watch supposed to be. She's fucking terrible at it because the dementia guy gets up and I don't understand why her first response isn't to wake the son up. Instead, she goes after him. Are you fucking kidding me? He doesn't know who the fuck you are. Wake his son up now. Now the son does and eventually wake up, but it has gone too far by then. I feel like what ends up happening is the dementia guy ends up saying he needs to go to the bathroom and he leaves out the window to go where Escapes. yeah to go where he needs to go and the son ends up I mean it's his father it's the last of his family he's like I won't let him just die out there so he goes after him and he also dies and that whole scene is incredibly sad I don't I feel like if she had woken the son up first he would have had time to talk his father down you're a fucking idiot but then at the same time there's there's the conversation of I don't know what I would fucking do like his dad is in his 90s. He's probably had a pretty good life, and he's pretty close to the end anyway. He's going to get y'all killed, but I get that he's also your dad. Like, I would want to go after my mother as well, but at the same time, I'd probably be like, I'd have to go upstairs and mourn, but I'd be like, thank you, but I, I won't risk my life right now for you.
1: My other fear would be if they saw which house he came out of, they're going to know that's where the rest of them were hiding. Yeah. So it's almost like you have to go get him to bring him back in so they don't see where the rest of the people are, you know, but that's not why he went after him, yeah. you know, That but, which is totally fair. Yeah, yeah. that's a hard question too because if you don't have that thought, you're lying. Exactly. Like if you're like, oh my God, go get your father. That's awful. No, no, no. Like if you're actually in that situation, you're right. He has dementia. Mm-hmm. Not saying that devalues a life no. at all. My grandmother had really bad and she got it really early she was in her 70s so she wasn't even in her 90s and it was an awful dehumanizing disease and i wouldn't wish that like on my worst enemy
0: but he's already dying
1: (laughs) he's exactly and he's
0: already lived a long life also not saying that's an excuse but maybe that's an excuse to keep the rest of you safe this one time i don't think anybody would hold that one against you but he has
1: also like been loud a couple times they've had to like you know, put a hand over his yes. mouth. So
0: he was going to get you guys caught either way. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's a hard. It it's a really tough moral situation. You know, it's kind of like this train is going to go run over these five people, or this, or your mom, depending on which way you pull the lever. That kind of moral thing, exactly. like which one. Is, you can have those conversations all day. It's it sucks either way.
0: Exactly, and. He doesn't, I understand his dad probably wasn't quiet either. He was at least probably mumbling to himself. So the vampires probably heard him. But I would be like, okay, he's a dementia guy. He's probably just walking straight there. Maybe he's quiet. I would shut my fucking mouth and get there. But instead, his son is like yelling for him in the streets.
1: Yeah, Dumb. You're just going to make
0: everything worse. Yes.
1: Yeah. Eben is running back to Grandma's house. So we're kind of cutting ahead, but back to Grandma. Helen's house to her marijuana grow operation, <laughs> and so then <laughs> the rest of them are going to the sheriff's station to uh, get to kind of edge forward a little bit. He does sufficiently get the vampires to the house and gets one of them up to, and actually, it's the main guy's like partner. Yeah,
0: it's his girl.
1: Yeah, and he shines a UV light on her, and it does. Like it oh, is a skin. Oh yeah! Like that was so painful. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's pissed.
0: Oh yeah, and then he does like this is the ultimate scary vampire thing. He goes over to we're assuming like his girlfriend, love of his life, who who knows they've spent eternity together or just a friend, whatever. Um. And he basically says that which can be broken must be broken. So now that she, oh, that one. now that I she, thought you were yeah. Yeah. Now that she's hurt at all, she has to die. So they're not going to let her heal or anything. She's out. That's crazy. Yeah. And she knows. She's like, yeah, I know that that was the deal I made.
1: Yeah, because he asked, "Do you understand first?" and then said that. So yeah, yeah, it was it was brutal for them too. But at the same time, you're like, eh.
0: yeah, because he was sad. Like he kills her, and then he like yells up because he was so sad.
1: Yeah. they definitely like are brutal but you can tell that within their own ranks Mm -hmm. they are just like all like that's pretty common in like vampire movies you know they care about their own but exactly
0: or anything like that could have been just a bunch of i don't know barbarian type people coming through just to destroy this town and they probably would have had the same thing you know some outlaws coming through that lose their their second in command and then they cry yeah same thing They still have hearts for their own families. Everyone does.
1: Yeah, exactly. But now they're going to go cut the power so they can cut that UV thing off. So he's like, oh, shit. It's just so weird to me that he gets out of that situation.
0: Agreed. They're all around you.
1: There are a couple times when I'm like, how are y'all getting away? Because there are so many of them and how are they not getting you? Mm -hmm. You know, there are a couple times where I'm like, "Nah, that should not have happened like that. There were a couple issues that I had there. Like if these are these all like crazy fast, like, and I'm assuming even their senses are heightened because one of them turns at some point and says, I can smell your blood. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I... I don't know. Like, he should not have gotten out of that situation, in my opinion. And they knew exactly where he was, and they knew that there was a back door. Why did he get away?
0: Right. Especially after basically killing one of their own. You would assume that they would have that revenge.
1: Oh, they would have had that bitch surrounded. They would have had one person go cut the generator, and then surrounded the rest of it. Exactly. So... They go, he makes it back to the sheriff station. He's with everyone else. They know that the son kills him. So now they got to wait it out the 30 days, you know, and we're getting pretty close. We're in the last like 10 days at this point or something like that. And they see uh, somebody signaling them from the other, like the deputy's house. And so they're like, oh, it's Billy. I think his name is Billy or something like that. Yeah. And they go to his house. And this is when you were talking about, this is another one of, one of those moral conversations. Yeah. They go to his house, Stella and Eben do, and they find that his family and his little girls, ha- he shot them. And he tried to shoot himself, but the gun jammed. And he said he didn't want them to die the way that he was seeing everyone else died. So he basically gave them a merciful death by shooting them in the head quickly. Right. And Eben is basically like, they're your family. You're not supposed to hurt them. And is like furious at him. And then he kind of becomes the ostracized one and the liability of the group
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they do bring him back to the sheriff's station. Now, here's the question that comes up. You assume that you're not making it out of this. right? They're going to find you they're going to kill you and they're going to kill your entire family and they're going to rip you to shreds and feed on you. And it is violent and terrifying. And you have seen some of the most horrific deaths that you could ever even imagine. Like, and he's a cop. Like I know he's a cop of a small town, you know, so maybe he hasn't seen that much, but still like, you know, right.
0: So you're watching it out your window, what they're doing to people right now. Do you really want your daughters to go through that?
1: And it's not like he wanted to, like... You can tell that this, like, is killing you. He him. was going
0: to kill himself as well with the gun jammed. Like, yeah, that would have been me. I would take out my entire family, including myself. Now, the part that I disagree with is the fact that he fucking signaled people to come to him because he was tired of being alone.
1: Yeah, that's some weak-ass shit. That
0: is some weak-ass fucking shit. If you were... Like, if I just killed my entire family, I would be so... Grief ridden already, and so sad. I would want to be with them if that gun jammed. I would be out there with those vampires. I'd be like, "Come fucking get me, but kill me. Like, don't fucking turn me. Fucking kill me."
1: Yeah, I would have to. I would. I think I would find another. There, there's got to be something in your. Yeah, you don't have any
0: sleeping pills. None. You don't have a bunch you can OD on. Fucking weak.
1: Yeah,
0: I and I don't like him at all.
1: I don't think that like typically like obviously. Staying alive is not weak if you want to die, but not in this this in this yeah. specific case that we're talking about. Like, that's one of those things where you just off your entire family because you want to be, you know, like you. I don't know, like I I agree with you there because like you're tired of being alone. And you just off your like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know, like that. But I I totally agree with you. Like, that's one of those mercy killing type situations. You don't yeah that, that the only thing that i will say is they're either going to be terrified of the vampires but now your family has died in fear of you and that sucks
0: yeah you I know mean, maybe maybe they were sleeping them. Exactly. maybe like he put them to sleep first i don't yeah i don't know i probably wouldn't have done it so soon i probably would have waited until the vampires started ransacking the houses like we would have stayed hidden but as soon as they started going into houses i'd be like okay we either have to leave or this is the end And I I wouldn't trust leaving with how many vampires there are. They're just waiting for you. Uh, Yeah, no. So I would probably wait till then, and then we'd all be done.
1: Yeah. It's a shame he didn't go to the diner with everybody else. Right? But I probably would have gone home too, like honestly, yeah. if it was me. I don't think I would have gone. I don't know. But so he is now with the rest of them, and he becomes a major liability because he's i don't know like they kind of paint him as like that you know in all the zombie movies there's like one dude that's just kind of like a pain in the ass gonna get y'all
0: killed yeah that's him yeah
1: yeah and and doesn't really make that much sense because yeah he did that terrible thing but he's not like i don't know i guess he's like this terrified one like he's so scared that it is a liability
0: yes exactly and once again if you're that fucking terrified why i don't understand why you didn't find another out because, why
1: you want to go out yeah, there yeah because
0: i agree they are fucking scary and that's why i'm saying that i probably would have chosen that because these vampires i love vampires these vampires scare the fuck out of me
1: yeah they're not like like you like we talked about like bella Lagosi. you no, know they're no. not like the sleuthing around and when they do come to drink your blood it's like this whole seductive like you know trance type thing no no that's violent yeah and painful yeah and your last minutes are spent in sheer terror. <laughs>
0: gurgling on the blood that is coming out of your throat that they didn't finish drinking, I'm assuming. Yeah. Just drowning in oh, your yeah. own they, blood.
1: They don't finish you. No. No. They leave you. Yeah. Yeah. So when they come back, the people are, the rest of the people are gone. And. Josh has gotten them out. The 15 year old has gotten them out because there had, there was some, they were coming from them basically. And they go to the utilidor and which is, you know, that power and sewage treatment station Mm -hmm. and it still has power and it's, you know, it stays up all the time because it, it has to, right. And it's not something that they would have cut off and they go over there and but this is this is the other part of the bait that gets worse so they're trying to get to the utilidor to be with everyone else but they have to hide under a house and while they're hiding under the house the vampires send out another person of the town for bait but this time it is a little girl her entire family was slaughtered by a vampire
0: and it's all over her face
1: and she's just bloody and yeah. horrified, and she's not a vampire yet you can they they do this shot to zoom in on her face so you can see her eyes and see that she's not one of them. yeah,
0: she's terrified. she's sitting there like, <sighs> she's so scared, yeah, and she's got to be like six, yeah, she's young, she's
1: really little. And this is when it's like sucks because, yeah, okay, so the adult that they used earlier, that was really sad, but this is a little girl. Stella doesn't even think twice. She runs out there and grabs that little girl.
0: Right, because, you know, we have to put that in for the woman that has to have a baby. We have to have her sacrifice everything to go get this little girl.
1: Yeah, which they probably could have figured out some sort of tactical move had she waited.
0: Exactly, dumb bitch. Fucking talk to everybody. Yeah,
1: but she doesn't. like And that's the thing, if she would have been like, I'm going to go get her.
0: <laughs> right. I've been like, okay,
1: wait, wait, wait.
0: Right. Or do it faster because you see the little girl and then you see the vampire around the corner. So she had a second. She could have grabbed that little girl and been the fuck out of there, but she took a second to think about it instead of talking about it or doing it.
1: Yeah. And they, they've been so smart up to this point, or they could have created another diversion, you know, like yeah. they have thought of plans up to this point and they clearly have found value in this little girl is using her as bait. So, I do not think they would have killed her immediately upon sending her down this little street because not that they have any problem killing children. They have done this already. Right. But they have kept her on purpose and I think that they would have kept her longer and used her again because they know that there are still people alive. Mm-hmm. But no, she just runs out there with not even a second thought, doesn't communicate with Evan at all that she's going to do this. She just runs out there and sh- So, she grabs her, and Evan and Billy make it to the Utilidor because they have to leave Stella behind. Stella and this little girl, you find out, don't get taken, but they are basically hiding under this car wreck. So, yeah, you grab the little girl, but now y'all are going to freeze to death. Good job.
0: Right. Or burn.
1: Apparently. Yeah, that comes Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, when Evan and Billy make it to the Utilidor, they are followed because they also didn't pay attention to that yeah didn't look behind their shoulder or nothing and a vampire it's mostly billy though billy was the one who was just kind of wandering behind and he's real like i wouldn't say out of it but he's just kind of groggy and slow yeah and this vampire follows billy in and starts fighting with Billy bites Billy and they basically get into it and Billy ends up knocking this vampire into this gigantic shredder but rips off his own arm in doing so and starts to turn into a vampire and so Eben kills him in the meantime just axes his head right off
0: yeah like I'm not saying I could Connor and I were having this debate because he watched it with me I'm not saying that I could do this, but I'm like, hey, those blades are still going. He's turning into a vampire. Just push. <laughs>
1: just push him over. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Like, just throw me right over. Like, I, It'd probably be
0: pretty fast. Oh, like, yeah. head first.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the axe would have probably also been fast, but I feel like the blades would have probably been a little bit quicker. Yeah. Because, like, everything happens all at once. Like, your bones and your, everything is just, like, gone.
0: Exactly, exactly, you're like going through a sh- a paper shredder, but a person shredder
1: a person shredder, tr- because you already it, <laughs> did it to the vampire super fast, so yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, so Billy's gone, that was kind of a useless, say if he lasted all of like you know two hours, something like that, yeah, so the month we we're, we need like to last like one more day, that's it, by the time we get to the utilidor, like like a day, one day. But we still don't have Stella and Gail, the little girl. And the vampires, they don't want any evidence that they exist. They have lasted literal centuries without humans knowing that they're real. So they are going to burn down this entire town and make it look like an accident. So this oil line, they basically look like, make it look like it, it broke and, and leaked into the town. And then they mm-hmm. drop a match into the oil to set the entire town on fire. And Eben sees that they're doing this, and you know his brother's like, "Well, can't we just stay in here? Like, if we stay in here and write it out, it's not gonna like burn us." And he's like, "Well, then nobody's gonna know what happened. They're just gonna be mm-hmm. go a horrible accident." And two Stella's out there. Like, I gotta go get Stella. Stella.
0: Stella.
1: And okay. <laughs> I'm not saying he shouldn't but like I'm just saying the town needed I guess there's no town left but like (laughs) he was the most needed in this entire thing and he just is like I'm gonna go get her but in order to go get her I'm gonna he takes blood from a fucking vampire and he injects himself with it to turn himself into one so he can fight them so that Stella could get away, so he can create a diversion, so she can, like, get out from under the car, right, and run. Yeah. And it's like,
0: okay. It's very comic booky.
1: It is, yeah. It, it <laughs> is. And I guess I get it, but I just didn't really like the ending that much because, like, you are with this couple and this whole... You know, group this whole time for like the main character to just like become a vampire, anyways, on his own accord, like the whole time, yeah, a month. That's the, been the whole objective is to not do that. And then he's like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then he doesn't even stay that way, like, spoiler alert, but he ends up killing himself with the sun. He doesn't want to be a vampire. It's like, I don't know, man, maybe protect that town for a few years then do that some morning i don't know
1: yeah i think he because like thinks he's not going to be able to
0: control himself or something but i mean they seem fairly in control just uh the opposite way yeah
1: i don't know but like so he goes to fight them and he actually kills the leader like in some weird way he like shoves his hand through his mouth i don't know
0: yeah it was weird there the ending is so comic book like I love the rest of the movie, but the end is just a little not great, yeah,
1: I totally agree. It kind of lost me there at the end i would have I would have preferred to see some sort of like devised plan where they just kind of like wait it out, and then they're just kind of like, you know how like at the end of some movies where they like survive, but they're like. Oh god that fucking sucked and they're like <laughs> kind of slumped yeah. over and like you know or something like that where they did survive and they're like watching the town burn down or something like right. that I don't know I'm not a movie writer but
0: they wanted. <laughs> well, I under- sorry Oh, no, go ahead well, I don't understand You're, you can see exactly where Stella and Gale are you can see the vampires walking around her you don't think that there's any opportune moment that you can be like okay That's get out of there now there's nobody around I bet you there fucking is you just had to wait and watch
1: yeah exactly like and then she doesn't get him. He dies anyways after this whole thing. And then, like, I don't know. Well, at least you got the girl, I guess. Like, I don't
0: But you didn't because now you're dead? Well, like. Oh, I mean the little girl. The little girl. That you. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying it was... saved Gail.
1: I'm not saying it was bad to save her, but you didn't have her the whole time. Like, would it have really like, <sighs> eaten you up for the rest of your life to just, like, not.
0: She would have just been another exactly another member of the town yeah my only piece of trivia is that this and this was interesting to me this was shot entirely in New Zealand actually most of the actors were either Kiwi or Aussie people
1: interesting
0: yeah it looks pretty
1: laughing
0: I know I love that it's like this snowy thing and they're like the least the people that have never seen snow let's do it there no I'm joking I know there's snow in New Zealand
1: I would probably, like, I really liked this movie. <sighs> the ending kind of threw it off a little bit, and there were some things that, you know. But, b- I mean, there was a pretty good action horror film. I'd probably, it kind of rides, it wasn't, like, the best movie I've ever seen, obviously. But it's different, like, you know, we don't see a ton of, like, I mean, we, it. I like it better than like most zombie movies definitely Mm -hmm. Um, and also most vampire movies so Mm -hmm. I don't it's hard for I'm really struggling between like it's definitely more than a three I'd I'd say it's like a about a four maybe like a three um this is very specific like a three point eight, so like a (laughs) it's like a I would say closest to a four for me uh, than maybe like writing right before a four (laughs)
0: yeah i don't think i would grade this one a six but i have forgotten how much i loved this movie and i'm glad i got to watch it again so solid four this movie is fucking amazing it's fucking scary and that was something that i hadn't gotten in a long time minus the grudge y'all know that but this one was actually pretty creepy and i really liked it
1: yeah no it was it was pretty good i enjoyed it you know especially for like a vampire movie we don't get a ton of like Super, like, just violent, creepy ones that fo- don't fall mm-hmm. on the vampire story
0: right exactly we usually have to have some sort of uh, dracula suave in there of some sort in the background
1: and it was produced by sam raimi and mm-hmm. had a 30 million dollar budget and it made seventy five and a half million, which you know that's pretty good but as far as like what they made back wasn't like a ton so it's you know kind of interesting it seems like this had a lot of success after its initial release
0: and yeah i don't remember it like when did it come out
1: 2007
0: 2007, so that was the year before I graduated, so that's probably when I watched it last, yeah.
1: And as far as what people think of this, it's actually a little bit lower than I thought. It has a 51% critic consensus and a 56% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Weird. Is it because there's not a lot of reviews? Uh, No,
1: it's got 458,941 audience Hmm. scores and about 160 critic scores, which is pretty standard. It says one of the the critic ones that has a little splat on here says, frankly, after you've seen one writhing vampire feeding, you've seen them all. And it says, uh, feels derivative of 28 Days Later is another one. A sadly missed opportunity, a waste of talent on senseless direct that made even the always welcome Danny Huston as the vampire leader look silly. I don't know if I, I could see it being a little, you know, dramatic, but for the most part, I think that it did what a lot a lot not all definitely not all but a lot of like people going to look for like a gory you know rip them apart kind of slasher vampire type film or we're looking for so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it was fun enough
0: yeah i liked it yeah
1: it's interesting that all of the audience ones on here are good that just made the front page so that's good Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for this review of 30 Days of Night. You can find us, of course, on all of our social medias at The Extra Sisters Podcast. And if you'd like to join our Patreon for 2021, you can head over to patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast.
0: And next time, a house with a death can never be bought or sold by the living again. Until then, stay creepy.